years ago, Mrs. Thatcher recognised the truth behind the European project. No, no, no. I will be advocating uh, We're going to make them pay for that wall. Upon it depends our own British life and the long continuity of our institutions and our empire. British, part three. Tax. Another shackle that binds us to the men in charge. A literal price we pay for the right to live in our own country. Last year, over £10 billion were thrown at savages to make us feel better about ourselves. The government calls it aid. My father built his company single-handedly from the ground up. Diamond construction is a pillar of the community, but that's just it. The community doesn't include Africa, it doesn't include immigrants or refugees or anyone else I should feel sorry for, so why should they benefit from it? It's not like we need them here. As it is, Britain is doing pretty well on its own. We invented golf, we invented the television, the mini, we made the bloody NHS. There's a list, right? One of British invention. Every right-wing mind camp politician will quote it. Supposedly it illustrates how Britain invented the world, how we never need anyone else. They don't realise the irony of it. It usually starts with golf, a game the Dutch created by hitting balls with sticks in the 13th century, then TV, a machine based off of a German scientist device, the Mini, invented by a Greek asylum seeker, then it always ends with the NHS. Did you know? that in 1960, the Minister of Health campaigned to recruit Caribbean nurses to improve the standards of healthcare in the NHS. We actually chose to ship immigrants in to help our very British institution. Being proud of Britain's contributions to society is being proud of new ideas, of welcoming fresh minds, of opening our doors it's two instants in time, two stories that aren't covered enough in history lessons, two moments that make me truly proud to be British. It's not the invention of a machine that improved transport or the concoction of a cure for a disease, it's two moments when we physically helped people. People that had no one else to help them. In the world, there are always people in need of help. Every country has at least one person that is living there. Normally, it is because of how we act that there are people that live bad. It is because of what we do. All history before us, there is anger in the world. Resentment. You don't have to look far back to see examples. Human beings are scared of what they don't know, it what makes us most advanced animals on the planet. It makes us advanced because fear is emotion we don't like. So to rid the fear we learn about what scares us and soon it doesn't scare us anymore. My favorite book was Gift 
from Mr. Ammon. It called Quantum Physics, the new answers to the old questions. It's very difficult, very hard to understand, but very interesting. We could not understand life. Something all around us said life could not live without, and we don't know how it works. Albert Einstein decided to find out, and so life, or what we know of life, was changed forever. We didn't understand something, we studied it until we understand it, we are better for it. If we let fear overwhelm, we don't try to understand something, we would never learn anything. We would still be in caves, making rocks sharp, stuck in one moment of beginning. Moment number one. In 1572, the French king tried to kill the leader of a religious faction called the Hugnot. Huge knot. I've only ever read it in books, but it sounds like people were against cuddling. Anyway, he failed. Two days later, he provides the people of France a list of Hugnot leaders and orders them to be killed. This leads to massacres of anyone believed to be a follower of this form of religion spreading through Paris and outward towards the rest of the country. 30,000 people were murdered. Why? Because they didn't believe in the right kind of Christianity. After this act of barbarism, 100,000 refugees came to Britain to find some kind of safe haven. Did we turn them away? Did we tell them to get back to where they're from? No. We welcomed them. We welcomed people that were in need of help and we made them part of our DNA. Seven of the 24 founders of the Bank of England were Hugnot. More than a quarter of the people that built our national bank were refugees. So don't tell me they're bad for the economy. This bloody ignorance. Ignorance is behind anger and resentment in the world. Us being scared of something we don't understand. We are scared of neighbours who might look different to us or science that does not make sense. We are scared of deepest part of oceans because we don't know what lies there and moon because we don't know if someone calls that home. We are scared of religion because we don't know if gods exist. Germany was scared of Jews and great conflict, great darkness grew from that fear. I got in a fight last week. It wasn't my fault, but I guess everyone says that. I was at a bar, visiting a friend who thinks it's endearing to live in a poor part of London. We were having a drink, talking about the impending referendum, when a patron of said high-class bar decided to interrupt us. He told me I was ignorant, 
referred to me as a snob and said I should learn more about my country. I didn't really care what he said. His opinion means nothing. But he had an accent. A thick one. Words tumbled out of his mouth, every one making me wince at the damage he was doing to the English language. I snapped. I turned around and hit him. He went down. I got thrown out. Nothing more. I left knowing that that alien would think again before stepping out of line, before giving an opinion he had no right to possess, let alone voice. That punch was little more than an honest political statement. The posh boy can throw a good punch. There's a surprise. I had to learn how. Thanks for listening to this episode of British. If you feel moved by any of the themes in this radio play, please visit www.refugie-action.org.uk to learn more about how you can make Britain a safer place.